0: So, um, the way I kind of view um, SOS and its relevance is it's a four-day um, networking event um, it's essentially for groups of people across the country who are involved in social justice and environmental activism to come together and basically talk about um, things that are happening in their communities, um, issues they're facing, things they need support with, awesome programs and um, yeah, projects that they're working on, and it's basically a way to all get together and figure out action plans um, to address all of the things that we're concerned about. Um, so it's a lot, it's mostly about upskilling, um, sharing skills um, and training each other in direct action tactics and ways to organize community.
1: Definitely. I guess when people hear the word sustainability, they think of all sorts of things, like maybe anything from like the greenwashing of, of BP to permaculture, but they maybe don't necessarily think about you know direct action to confront social and environmental justice issues. Well, like what, what? I guess what is the? I guess the concept of sustainability within SOS and 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 you know what's some of the? I guess the history behind it.
0: Yeah, totally. So when it started about twenty six years ago, it actually started um, out being called students and sustainability, and it was originally a group of science university students who started it. Um, basically, looking, you know, um, twenty thirty years ago, this concept of environmental decline was kind of starting to become um, prominent in people's minds. And um, it was started on a more scientific basis, I believe. And over the years, um, it has um, shifted a little more to um, kind of concepts of economic and social sustainability as well as environmental. Um, so that includes, um, obviously, a lot of politics on um, inclusion and um, social justice issues and the focus has shifted towards ways to create a sustainable society, not just sustainable technologies that are in isolation from economic issues and, and um, societal structures. Um, they're kind of all integrated at the conference and we look at a whole range of different factors that affect um, the human psyche and how we're, and, and that lead to, um, I guess, our separation and disregard for the natural environment. Um, so, yeah, I guess It can be a bit of a euphemism as well. The term, um, the name students' sustainability is kind of, I guess, um, yeah, I basically went to my first one expecting not so much focus on politics and direct action and was really pleasantly surprised to see that it was a really holistic approach to sustainability, Um, not just this kind of greenwashing product placement, um, kind of dust your hands off and you can go home now because you've got five-star washing machine kind of concept. It's, um, it's really about social sustainability as much as anything else.
1: Definitely. Now, this year it's being held in Newcastle. And mm-hmm. I, I guess that's uh, increasingly relevant given uh, climate change and the fossil fuel industry right. in this uh, in this country. And of course, for those that don't know, Newcastle is one of the largest uh, coal ports in the Southern Hemisphere, but definitely in in Australia. Uh, recently, yeah. um, yourself and a bunch of others were uh, involved in an action. Uh, you know, I, I guess bring to light uh, Commonwealth Bank's involvement in fossil fuels. How how prominent will I guess uh, that be in terms of uh, this this year's SOS? The whole you know, Newcastle being a coal port and that being such a massive campaign at the moment.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, It's really exciting that SS is coming back to Newcastle. It's actually been in Newcastle twice before, the last one being in 2008. And yeah, like you said, um, Newcastle is actually the biggest coal port in the world um, and is really like the heart centre of the coal industry in Australia and also the world on the Hunter Valley exports, just like, you know, a huge amount. Um, This is kind of ground zero for climate change for the fossil fuel industry that is really basically driving a lot of the catastrophe that we're facing imminently. Um, So it's really relevant, there's a really strong history of um, community activism in Newcastle and I think that's because the people that live here are really faced with it every day. It's really blatant, the infrastructure is here, the pollution is here. Um, So there's a really rich history of community organising in Newcastle Um, And that's why we wanted to have the conference in Newcastle this year, is because we feel like we've got a really strong crew at the moment. Everyone's really active. We're getting heaps of shit done. And we just felt like we had the capacity to pull together all these different projects that we're working in, all these different issues that our friends are working on all over the country. Um, Yeah, we felt really confident in our network's ability to pull it together this year and create a really, really strong conference um, because so many of us have our fingers in so many of these pies at the moment. Um, At the moment... The Hunter Valley and the Galilee Basin are really um, topical in the Australian um, kind of psyche at the moment, especially um, the Adani coal mine. Um, the action that we did um, last week at the coal terminal um, was targeted at Combank, um, and that's basically um, an effort by Greenpeace around the action. But it's also um, being talked about a lot in the Newcastle community at the moment, um, is that we want to stop focusing so much on the Adani um, campaign because it is almost a bit. Um, It's kind of popular at the moment, and there's a concern that if that project doesn't go ahead, then the banks will be kind of, um, I guess, given a clean slate on all the rest of the things that they're invested in and all the other coal projects that they're invested in. That's what we're um, refocusing on so that they don't get away with it when this high-profile thing goes bust, which it seems like it probably will. Um, So the the Hunter Valley in Newcastle really represents the entire industry, not just these kind of single pop-up public events um, or public issues, I guess. Um, so yeah, so we're really excited. We're going to have a big focus on um, the coal industry um, and transitions. We're having a panel on the fourth day, um, just transitions for the Hunter Valley, which we're really excited about. So basically, that's talking about how do we diversify the economy in the Hunter Valley so that families um, and communities who depend on this income and this and this kind of structural um, system that's been here for decades, how do we? You know, we spend a lot of time focusing on direct action, and you know, I guess fighting against these, these um these paradigms that we see as really polluting. But we forget quite often that there's real humans and real communities that like depend on these, on these structures and these economies. So we're going to try and have a really um, kind of opened up discussion um, on the just transitions panel. That's going to involve um, a couple of union representatives and some government reps, and try and have like a, a broad ranging discussion about how as a Group as a diverse group of people um, and stakeholders. We can actually move away from this industry while supporting those who depend on it and don't really know much else. And I'm really excited about that. Um, Newcastle has... um, It's a blue-collar city, you know. It has a really strong union movement, union history. And um, it's kind of been nice um, for us to really start listening to them, talking to them, working with them a lot more and trying to bring the the left student kind of... um, Yeah, the politic of the left, of the left student groups, which is really um, encapsulating SOS, we're trying to open that up a lot more to the blue collar um, working class vibe and try and get these people talking to each other and actually talking about solutions that work for everyone, not just one group and, and their priorities.